together you can do better than that if the lord is blessing you right now come on put your hands together in this place come on musicians come on come on Come 
three. The word said if two or three are gathered together, I'll be in the midst of this. Come on. Come on, one time he woke me up right there. He woke me up this morning and started me on my way. The Lord is blessing me. Come on. The Lord, the Lord is blessing me. Come on, the Lord. The love of heart is blessing me. The love of heart is blessing me. The love of heart is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. Hallelujah. Can I just get some blessed folks to put their hands together all over the room? If he woke you up this morning, come on, come on. I got some blessed folks. Come on, come on, come on. Use your weapon. Use your weapon. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We're going to turn this place into a place of praise. Come on. Use your weapons this morning. Come on. Put your hands together. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye nations. Come on. My Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. And be thankful unto him and bless his name. Hallelujah. 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 Let us go to our scripture text this morning. It comes from the first psalm, the first psalm, or the first division of the psalm. Psalm 1, Psalm 1. I'm going to give you that in its entirety, all six verses. <laughs> going to give you that in its entirety. Psalm 1. If you need to get there, say, I need a minute, I need a minute, if you need to get there. But it's Psalm 1, Psalm 1. If you need a minute, just come on, come on, come on, Psalm 1. If you get lost, it's right after Job. If you can't find Job, we need to see you in Bible study on Wednesday. Amen. Psalm 1, Psalm 1, Psalm 1. Read this. I'm reading the King James Version. It says, blessed is the man. <laughs> we could preach right there. Blessed is the man, <laughs> that's a good word, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Mm. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree. Mm planted by the rivers of water, yeah, that bringeth forth his fruit in season. Yeah. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of righteousness. Last verse says, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you this morning 
Lord God, we thank you, God, because you saw fit to let us see another first Sunday. Lord God, we thank you, God, because we recognize that some laid down last night, did not get up, did not get up this morning, God. But you saw fit, God, even in the midst of whatever we're going through, God, you saw fit to blow the breath of life in us one more time so that we may come into your house and worship. And for that, we want to say thank you. Now, God, we ask that you would inhabit the praises of your people on today, God. God, touch the musicians, the singers, the psalmists, God. Touch the preached word on today, God. God, let it magnify God right now, God. God, let it come into our spirits, God, like never before, God. Saturate this place with your presence on today, God. Do what you do, God, not in this place, but in every place that's opened up to you, God. And if there's anyone amongst us, God, who does not know you in the pardon of their sin, when the door is open, God, let him or her come running to the altar and give their life over to you. We pray right now in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. Every heart said amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, he is. 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 Y
and Albany, New York. We thank God for your presence today. Our announcements is our follow. Again, we want to invite those who are watching with us online to share this worship experience with your friends and family and your circle of influence as we seek to grow the kingdom. For those of you who are in this space, in this space right now, you can take just a moment to share this worship service, okay? So switch from doing whatever you were doing that wasn't related to the house of prayer. If you were doing your grocery list or paying your bill or whatever you were doing, share this worship service with your family and friends. Let them know that you are at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. I have the following announcements that I'd like to to make. A lot is going on at Ebenezer, so please take note. Uh, As many of you are aware, next Sunday, next Sunday is our Summer Sizzle and Evangelism Outreach next Sunday. So we will come and we will worship together, and after worship, we will go out and we have the street blocked off. We're going to barbecue. We're going to eat. We're going to fellowship. It don't cost you a thing. You just need to be present and worship, and we will go on out, and we will meet uh, members of our community. Uh, we will fellowship. We let the community know that Ebenezer is alive and well. And the hope is that we will yield more members in our faith community. Again, that's next Sunday, next Sunday, immediately after worship. Amen. Also, we want to make mention that the vendor fair is coming up. Uh, Our vendor fair is one of the major uh, outreach uh, events that we have in our church, and that's going to be August 6th, August 6th. If you have family members or friends who are interested in having a, a table here to sell their wares or whatever, uh, you could get a vendor fair form. You can pick it up from any of our committee members uh, so that we can have just as big a vendor fair as we did last year, this year. Amen? Also, many of you are aware that we are embarking on a major, major event And I am in need of volunteers, volunteers. One of the things that we'll be doing in the fall is we're going to be having a donor's breakfast for community members and business owners in the Bronzeville community. I need some folk to come alongside of me uh, to put together a donor's breakfast in November. So if you are interested in assisting, because, again, I went to school to be a preacher. I didn't go to school to coordinate events. And can't get no help here. Y'all looking at me, looking at you. So I know, I know there's somebody here got some, some skills, and that might be your strength. And so if you want to work along with us, uh, and I know some of you will, please let me know. I'm going to ask uh, Nancy Wade to come up at this time. She has a special announcement. Good morning, everyone. Ebenezer is known for its... All right, how about now? Can you hear me now? Good morning. Ebenezer is known for its rich history and tradition, and we want everybody to be a a part of our new church directory. This is a directory from 1970. 
Ebenezer members will receive a free 8 by 10 photograph, which can be of yourself or you and your family and a church directory. Photographs from the church, sorry, photographers from church directory will be here at the church for scheduled appointments on Thursday, July 28th. The donation is $25 and will go toward the renovation project. If you are unable to pay the donation, please schedule an appointment anyway. See Sister Marlena Jackson or call the church office to schedule your appointment. Our directory will not be complete with all of you, so please make your schedule. Blessings. Amen. They are working hard to make certain that we have a wonderful uh, church directory. Please govern yourselves accordingly and sign up. We want to fill it with our members. And we even have provisions for some of our members that are homebound uh, as well. So please, please, please make certain you confirm your participation in our church directory. Also want to make mention uh, uh, an important announcement. Many of you are aware today uh, we begin, we launch our capital stewardship campaign as we are raising the needed funds for the restoration of our edifice. Uh, many of you are aware that we uh, have to raise a, uh, a significant amount of money, which, which is within our reach with God's help and our stewardship, faithful stewardship. Uh, we have available today uh, pledge cards, pledge cards, and we're asking all of our members, all of our friends to take one of to take one of the pledge cards, to fill it out, whatever your commitment is going to be for the next six months. Now, this pledge card is over and above what you already give. For those of you who are at home, you can certainly uh, get one by the church. Every member of the church, we're going to ask you to take one and hold on to it, make your commitment, and we're going to ask you to bring these pledge cards back to the church next Sunday where we're going to put them on the altar and we're going to pray over them. Also, there we also have available envelopes, special envelopes for this capital campaign. Uh, if you want to start yours today, you can take an envelope and do that today. You also can go on Givelify to support the Ebenezer Restoration Project. This project, as you are aware, is a $1.2 million project that we are working on to restore this building, the birthplace of gospel music. This is the pledge card. We're asking you to read it to, if you have any questions. Again, we're not asking for you to give what I give or I give what you give. It's about equal sacrifice. It's not about equal giving. It's about equal sacrifice. We will be highlighting this for the next six months as we are working to restore our building. Ebenezer, we're going to do this together. Amen? I said we're going to do this together. And we need every member, every friend of Ebenezer, to take a pledge card. Bring it back next Sunday. We're going to put it on the altar. We're going to pray over it. We trust God to give us the victory. Amen? Oh, y'all got to do better than that. 
Y'all got to be a little more enthusiastic than that. I'm excited because I want to see what God's going to do through us. Amen? Amen. Amen. And you'll be hearing more about it uh, in the days the week ahead. To that end, I also need Ebenezer. We ask you all to join us this morning for prayer, for corporate prayer. Uh, This coming Thursday, we go before the subcommittee of the city of Chicago uh, in a Zoom meeting uh, for our national landmark grant. Uh, And so we will be present on Zoom for that meeting. I need you to pray. It's a status update of how we are doing. God be the glory. We can can attest right now that all things are going well. I need some excited folks. Y'all bringing me down. Because there are a lot of people that are working behind the scenes in our church to bring this to fruition. So we'll be going before uh, the subcommittee this Thursday. I need y'all to pray. I'm going to do a special calling post on Wednesday to remind you to pray for the events that will happen on Thursday. Amen. A couple of more announcements. Birthday blessings to all y'all wonderful, beautiful people that are born in the month of July. I said birthday blessings to all you wonderful, incredible, exciting people born in the month of July. The greatest month in the year. That's because it's my month, too. Praise the Lord. And I'm, I'm excited that the Lord is allowing me to go around the sun one more again. So we pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful birthday if your birthday is in July. I also want to make mention, just give you all, let you all notice, I'm so excited. I told you all um, a little ways back, I was looking, I was praying, I was looking uh, to God to give me guidance on where a young man who joined our faith community to can serve. Because what we don't want to have happen is folk come into our faith community, they just sit on the bench and just be bench members and don't do nothing, especially when you yearn. That means young. That's a Chicago terminology. And so the Lord directed me that this young man, Brother Brandon Jones, will be one of our armor bearers in training. He has a lot to learn, and he knows that. But what I like about it, he's committed. He's committed. And under tutelage of Brother Rob, who's going to throw him all the ropes, uh, Brother Brandon Jones is going to be uh, one of our newest armor bearers here at Ebenezer. And then my last comment, I want to say congratulations to Everett, Brother Everett Newchurch. Brother Everett Newchurch has accepted an offer to be the new band director of Dunbar High School. We praise God for the ever elevation, and it's a wonderful thing when you're called and allowed to do and share the gifts that God has given to you and to share your gifts in a place and a space that needs you. And more than that, a place and a space that's going to compensate you. 
so we wish Everett well as he will be journeying to his new, uh, new opportunity at Dunbar uh, High School right down the street. And you know I'm already praying because they folk, they right in our community. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all, don't, y'all ain't thinking strategically, right? Y'all not stricken. And, and, and band and music in Chicago public schools, they have neglected. They're trying to bring it back. And they reached out to Everett, sought out Everett, recruited Everett uh, for this new position. I know his wife is super, super excited. And so is his mama, too. Praise the Lord. Let's continue in worship. Let us now prepare our hearts and our minds for giving. This is our opportunity to participate in the worship through giving, through giving. Uh, You know, Ebenezer, what we are embarking upon, and we're going to ask you to to do what God has called you to do as we worship through giving. Our ushers are coming now. Our ushers are coming now. And we will have a word of prayer. God, our Father, we thank you for this privilege, oh God. We thank you for this privilege to participate in this worship through our giving. God, we ask right now that you would bless these thy gifts for the furtherance of your kingdom here on earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people say, amen. For those of you who are worshiping online, there are several ways that you can give. You can go to our online space, give through EbenezerBronzeville.org, and look for the Give Now button. You can even text the Give. That text to Give number is 312-779-0146. You also can give by regular mail. You can mail your gift. So 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And we even have a provision for you to give via Zelle. That Zelle number is 773-960-9028. Again, that Zelle number is 773-960-9028.
you intercede on their behalf. When we invite you to stand in the seat, that's just a cue. Because every single one of us can utter a prayer and stand in lieu of someone else who cannot be here, but yet desires and needs prayer. We're lifting up Laney Ams today. Lindsay Mayfield, continuing to pray for Marguerite Jones, the mother of Reginald Jones. We are praying mightily for Doris Robinson, the cousin of Evan Simpson, Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise and Willie Grant. We're praying for Alfred Moore. We're praying for Kenneth Sexton, the son of MVP. We're lifting up Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Reverend Mary Grant, Ernestine Rose. We're praying for Sarah Billups today and Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, Gladys Evans, Janice Carr. We're praying for Reverend James Thompson today. We're lifting Brother Albert Cheney. Angela Williams, the daughter of Patricia Hatcher, Glory Driver, friend of Gail and Juanita Cooper. We're praying for David Pierce and Bernetta Pierce, the parents of Dr. Bell. Person, we are lifting up Michael Jones Jr., Betty Smith, Deacon James Smith, 
who is here in the building today. We're praying for Minnie Penn, who is in charter nursing home. We're praying for Karen Hollingsworth. We continue to pray for the Freeman family. We're continuing to pray for the Gibbs family. We're continuing to pray for all who grieve at this moment. Knowing that God is able. If there are witnesses, that God is still able to heal. That God is still able to deliver. That God is still able to make a way. Somebody said a way out of nowhere. Stay right there. Whilst on others. Let us go to the throne. Father God, we come again, Lord, just to say thank you. God, we just want to say thank you. Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We just want to call on the name of Jesus. Oh, we want to call on the name of Jesus. God, you told us in your word that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess God so right now we just want to call on the name of Jesus God we 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 called the names out to you this morning God we we said their names we've laid them out on the altar to you God there are people standing in the room God on on behalf of somebody else today God God right now God we're asking right now God we're begging we're beseeching you right now God to show yourself mighty in their lives right now. You know what they stand in need of on today, God. God, we're praying right now, God, that you would be that strength that they need, God. That you would be that company keeper that they need right now, God. That you would be that burden bearer that they need right now, God. That you would be that heavy load sharer right now, God. We're praying, we're praying, we're praying. God, we're lifting up depressed hearts and minds to you right now, God. We're lifting up broken hearts to you right now, God. God, we're lifting up bodies that might be ailing right now, God. We're lifting up the grieving to you right now, God. The mourning to you right now, God. God, we're even lifting up the financially strapped to you right now, God. Lord God, we thank you for today. God, we believe that the blood still works on today, God. We believe that there's still balm in Gilead on today, God. We believe that the blood still has power on today, God. So right now, God, we're calling on you. We're trusting in you, God. Even when we can't trace you, God, we're trusting in you right now, God. That you would be our peace, God. That you would be our strong power, God. That you would be the place that we can hide, God. And that you would present yourself mighty, God. Lord God, the names have been read. The people are standing, God. Right now, God, we declare it already done. We declare it already done. 
Whatever they're standing in need of, God, we declare it right now that it's already done. We believe it right now, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, come on, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, do not, do not, do not pass me by. Every heart say amen. Amen. Come on. Come on, let's sing one more verse. Let's sing, come on. Let's sing that first verse. Come on, pass me not. Come on. Pass me not.
of Howard University and of Chandler School of Theology, where he was a double major as he pursued his MBA and his Master's of Divinity degree. He is an accomplished preacher. He's an accomplished businessman. He has worked for corporations and government organizations through his MBA, and he has pastored and taught at churches all over this country, primarily in Philadelphia and in Buffalo, New York. He is married to the lovely Carol Cox, who is present with us today, who is his help me and members of his family are present with him today. He got folk that live in the Chicago area. And when he alerted me that he was coming to Chicago, I thought it'd be a wonderful opportunity to have him here. As I said earlier, I am presenting to you, many of you saw him three years ago when he preached the Sunday morning service on the day of my installation here as the ninth pastor of this church. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that he's a proud member of the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and happens to be my line brother. Ebenezer, we are proud to present to you and introduce to others Reverend Kenneth Cox who will bring the word after our sermonic selection. Let the church say amen. Nobody greater than you. 
And I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I searched high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater than you. Nobody greater, nobody can heal like you can. Almost the only one you are the great I am. Awesome in all your ways and mighty in your hand. You are he carried out redemption's plan. You are he carried out redemption's plan. I searched all over to find nobody. High and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater. There's nobody greater than you. Nobody greater, nobody greater. There's nobody greater than you. Search novel. Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I searched high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater. There's nobody greater than you. Nobody greater, nobody greater. Nobody greater than you. Searched all over, searched all over, couldn't find nobody. Searched high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater than you. Nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater than you. Nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater, nobody greater than you.
say amen. Truly, we thank God today for allowing us to see this day. It is my pleasure to be here once again with each of you here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church in Chicago, Illinois. And I am so grateful to see my brother again, your pastor, Errol Nathaniel Person, and Dr. King. Um, We also want to extend greetings to Dr. Pam Person, and also to my cousin, who brought her tambourine today for worship. Amen. Amen. My cousin Sonia. Amen. Amen. That's how we used to do it. Amen. Amen. We, we bring ours with us. And we thank God that each of you have done the same thing. Next to my cousin Sonia is my beautiful wife, Carol, and my daughter, Naomi. And we are grateful that they are here with us today. Would you bow with me in a word of prayer? Lord, we count it a blessing and an honor to stand before these, your people. We know that you didn't have to do it, but you did. And now, Lord, speak afresh through your servant. I am your sheep. I am your servant. And you are my good shepherd. Lord, we pray that the words that go out here in this place and throughout those who are listening in social media and throughout the land and the world, that they would hear a word that would call someone to come running saying, what must I do to be saved? Those that know you, we pray that they would find encouragement and strength through your word. And we ask it all, Lord, that you would bless this preacher as I stand in the gap between heaven and earth. Bless your word. And we'll be careful at all times to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray and for his sake. Amen. I must admit, I didn't know really who Dr. Person was talking about when he introduced me. But I do consider it an honor to be one of God's chosen servants. It is not easy to stand before God's people, hear from the Lord, and then declare his word. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Because I, myself, am an example of the grace of God. Y'all remember, three years ago, I was here with my wife, and three years ago, I had no kidney function. Amen? I was on dialysis three days a week. Amen? But through the grace of God, and I don't mean to rush on, but I got to say this. I stand because of the goodness of the Lord. Didn't have no kidney function. But God blessed me on February 10th, 2021 with a brand new kidney all the way from Alaska. So I can't stop and go forward without thanking God for all that he has done for me. But if he did it for me, he'll also do it for you. For as my cousin and I know, I know Jesus as the doctor that never lost a patient. And through me, he proved that he knows how to heal and deliver. You've heard the word from Dr. King read from the first song, which is a good song. That's one of my favorite songs. My second scripture that I love is found in John 14, verse 6, where Jesus said, I am the way the truth and the life. No man comes into the Father 
but by me. But that's not where we're coming from this morning. But there's another word that I love that has always stayed with me. And in these latter moments in my preaching life, it has taken on even greater meaning. It is a song of consecration, a song of gratitude, and a song of hope. And it's the 23rd Psalm. Everybody that knows the Lord ought to know the 23rd Psalm without looking at the Bible. And if you don't know, that's okay because we also are here as evangelists. So that if there's someone here that doesn't know the goodness of the Lord, that has not accepted Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, we hope that through the Word of God that you are introduced to the only God, the only wise God, and the only one that can save us from our sins. And let me tell you something. You can't get to heaven without knowing Jesus Christ for yourself. 23rd Psalm says this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 14, one more verse says, I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. For a few minutes, I want to preach to you from this topic. The shepherd who knows my name. The shepherd who knows my name, all throughout the morning, as the choir was up and as the pastor was up, as Dr. King was up, all of the songs painted to me. He keeps on blessing me. He woke me up to see another day. And while many times we get up and we try not to paint a picture only of ourselves, we try not to be selfish, God wants us to use our gifts. God wants us to use our testimonies to tell people how good God has been to me. And see, I can't tell somebody else's story. Your story is unique in itself. And my story also is unique. And that, that shows how big and how great our God is. But in order for you to know God, you must come the right way. I know that I'm in a city like Philadelphia and Buffalo where people can choose their own praying ground. They can also choose their own religion. They can choose who they bow down to. Here, David tells us that he has one shepherd, and he was a shepherd himself. But the thing about it is I've pastored four churches in my lifetime. And I have done the best that I could. When I was the shepherd of the sheep at every location God gave me, what I did is 
I tried to do not only the, the name of the shepherd, but I tried to do the work of a shepherd. That was that sheep, which we all are known as. We're vulnerable. Anybody here think you're not vulnerable? I want to tell you, wake up and, 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 and have another thought, because even the strongest of us are vulnerable. And here David, as the king of Israel, as one of the greatest kings in the world, as one who had labored first as a shepherd, and God had called him from being a shepherd to be the shepherd over Israel. In his latter days, David, you know, being a musician, he penned another song where he wanted to tell us about his struggle. And I want to tell you this, that even though you see us as pastors, even though you see us and we look good or we may look like we got it all together, I want to let you know that I have some trials and tribulations that I can't tell nobody really but the Lord. And even though I've been there for others, counselor all the time and being there when they lose a loved one, being there to preach home goings and funerals, because there is a difference. Amen? There is a difference. I preached many funerals where I didn't know. And then I preached the home going where I knew that they, that they knew the Lord and that I would see them on the other side. Through all of that, people will look at us as being people that need to be strong. And for the most part, we are. But when we lose a loved one, when trouble comes, when a job is taken from you unjustly, what do you do then? How do I stand before God's people and tell them that God is good all the time? Sometime before I get up to you, I'm asking God, why? Why, Lord, do I have to go through all of this? Why is it, Lord, that I'm your servant, but you allow me to suffer and you allow the world to make me suffer? And it is in this song that God gives us the direction of being a servant of the Lord. Because no matter what your position in the church is, and you know, I know not, not here in Chicago, but there are a lot of people that think they're bigger than you in the church. I know it's going to get quiet. That's okay. And, and, and a lot of times people think that they have a right to do what they want to do. And that's why I'm glad that I have a good shepherd that knows my name. This is what David said. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In order for you to claim that you know the Lord, you can't know him through your mother. You can't know him through your father. You can't know him through your sister or your brother. You must know the Lord for yourself. And so David, here is the king with much power in his hand. He lets us know that although I am at the king and I've got great power, in the strictest sense of the word, I am still a sheep. I'm vulnerable. I need help. Very, very recently, the Holy Ghost let me know, you know what? I know that you paint a picture of being strong, and that's okay. But I want you to know you need help. And I remember when the Lord told me that, I called my brother. And my brother counseled me. Sometimes we as Christians think that we're too proud 
to stretch out and ask for help. And in doing that, what you're doing is you are not following in the footsteps of your shepherd. Because even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane went down and prayed prostrate, asking God to remove this cup. And if Jesus went down prostrate before he went to the cross for us, what must me do? What must I do when I get in trouble? I must still go to my shepherd, my shepherd, the good shepherd, because he is the one that directs me. Verse 2 says, he maketh me in green pastures. Can you imagine what a sheep, how they would live if the shepherd that they had brought them to a dirt field? Would they live or die? They would die. So the shepherd brings them to lush meadows where they can graze in the field, eat till their heart's desire, and be protected by the Lord. A few years ago when I was in Philadelphia, fifth largest city in the nation, working for the Securities and Exchange Commission, and after that, one of the 20th largest banks, the Lord told me he wanted me to go back home to Buffalo. And I respectfully told the Lord, or asked him, you don't tell the Lord nothing like that. I asked him, I said, Lord, if it be possible, like Jesus, can you remove the cup of buffalo from me? Now, I'm a native of buffalo, but sometimes it's good to be from a place than to go back to a place. And the one thing, I was proud to be from buffalo, but I didn't want to go back to buffalo. At the time, I was waiting six years for a kidney. I was on the list at Temple University Hospital in Philadelphia, Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, and also uh, University of Pennsylvania Medical Center, and also in Philadelphia. And so I went into dialysis, and I sat in my chair, still asking God, Lord, I don't want to go back to Buffalo. And what happened was I blanked out, and they had to revive me. And I thank God because I saw the Lord in a way I'd never seen him before. So then when I came to the Holy Ghost, my shepherd said, so are you going to Buffalo or are you coming home with me? I said, Lord, you know I'm going to Buffalo. You know, you know I was just playing. I, you know, I'm your servant. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what you said. And even though I accepted that, honestly, I still went. I won't say begrudgingly because I love the Lord. He's good. He's always been good to me. But I have to tell you, going home to Buffalo, despite the fact that I didn't want to go, God made me lie down. See, when he's your shepherd, he makes you do things that benefit you. So if I had stayed in Philadelphia, I would still be on dialysis or I'd be in glory with the Lord. But by going to Buffalo, after six years of waiting for a kidney, after six months of being on the list in Buffalo, God gave me a kidney. So the blessing is that if you got a good shepherd that knows your name, understand this, that he has a right to tell you what to do. Because if you don't do what he says do, 
then it might be you are not his sheep. Let me say that again. If the Lord is your shepherd and he knows you by name, it may be that you're not a sheep but a goat. Understand the symbolism? The symbolism? Sheep are the ones that the Lord protects. Goats are the ones that look like sheep, but they're the people that don't know the Lord. And so the Lord wants us to be sheep that have a shepherd that love the Lord with all our heart, mind, and soul. I've been given instructions not to preach long, so I'm going to rush on to my clothes. He says, he restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. How many of you in here have ever been in trouble? Every hand should be raised. And my father said that if, if you've never been in trouble, just keep on living. And at some point in your life, trouble going to come. You know, but one thing I love about trouble, when you know the Lord as your shepherd, trouble don't last always. God always has a way of bringing us out. And when he does, when, when that burden is lifted and that restoration takes place, it feels so good. But then verse 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know, a lot of times we like to stay on the mountain. We like things, you know, when everything is going well, we can praise God and we can rejoice, but when trouble comes very often, we stop coming to church. We stop praying, and we start complaining. And very often, it is when God allows you to go through the valley of the shadow of death that you truly find out how good your faith is. Being on dialysis for six years, I almost gave up. I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I can't take too much of this stuff anymore. And God heard my cry, and he delivered me from that dilemma. So much so that as I tell my story, I want you to know that what God has done for me, he'll also do for you. He then says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And then he ends this song, the way I'm going to end this sermon. The word surely. See, one thing about me as well that a lot of people don't know is I got a stuttering problem. And when you're a stutterer, a lot of times you get your words mixed up. You, because you're thinking you already know what you want to say. But, but, but somehow your words get mixed up or you stammer a little bit. But I want you to know that David was a stutterer too. And he got stuck on this word, surely, because he was beginning to praise God. You know, David danced, and David was a musician. And you saw earlier in the worship how the music affected all of us. My, my cousin got a tambourine out. My wife got happy. She got happy on behalf of both of us because she knows what we've both been through. And me as a stutterer, very often when I'm up preaching, I get my words mixed up to the poor public, but in my mind, I know exactly what I want to say. So I want you to know today, I'm stuck on surely. And what he said is surely, surely. If I say nothing else, surely, 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 God is good. Surely, surely, 
God woke me up this morning. Surely, surely, God is going to take me on my way. Surely, surely, despite the trouble that I've had, he promises that goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And then I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank God I got a shepherd that knows me by name, that calls me by name, that blesses me by name, and that same God will bless you too. Doors of the church are open for the acceptance of disciples. You can come by letter, you can come by Christian experience, or you can come as a candidate for baptism. Doors are open today to receive those who don't know the good shepherd after their safety. Is there one today that will see Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior? Even out there online, if you have heard the word and God has touched your heart and you want to know the shepherd, knows you by name. Contact this church through the proper means on social media. Call or write past the person or the staff. But please don't let this day go by without you recognizing who God is and accepting him as your Lord and personal Savior. Will there be one? who knows us by name. We thank God for the word from Reverend Dr. Kenneth Cox for him sharing his testimony. Somebody needed to hear that today. Knowing that God knowing that God is able to heal. Anybody know God is a healer? Yes, sir. I can't be the only one in this room. Let us prepare now our hearts and our minds to sup at the Lord's table. Christ, our Lord, invites us to this his table. All who love him and seek to grow in his likeness, let us grow near in faith and make our humble confessions to Almighty God. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this opportunity to participate at this, your table. We pray now, God, for these elements 
that might become for us. Yes, yes. Your body that was broken and your blood that was shed. God, we pray that as we partake of these elements, that you would renew and strengthen our relationship with you as we seek to be better servants of thee. God, we say thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you, God, that you were willing to die for our sins. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Now behold the Lamb, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the earth. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the earth. If you did not receive communion elements, you can raise your hand. We have a deacon who is coming. This way, Brother Eric, this way. Now behold the Lamb. the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said to his disciples, this is my body that was broken for you. As often as you eat this, you do so in remembrance of me. Eat ye all of it to your comfort. took the cup, the cup of blessing that represents his blood that was shed for you and for me. As often, as often as you drink this, you do so in remembrance of him. Drink ye all of it to your cup.
before we sing our hymn of rejoicing, if you haven't gotten one of the pledge cards or the envelopes on your way out, please take one. If you have family members or friends of Ebenezer that you know will support our efforts, please feel free to get them an envelope. And as we said, once you bring those cards back next week, we will place them on the altar and we will pray over them in the hopes that God will give us the victory. I know it was the blood.
Hey, just a quick reminder, everybody. Next Sunday is Dress Down Sunday. We forgot to put that in the announcements. Next Sunday is Dress Down Sunday because, you know, we're going right outside to our summer sizzle. So, oh, you already there. But next, next Sunday, next Sunday, come comfortable because we're going right outside to our picnic. So be comfortable. Come as you know, whatever you need to do. Amen.